This is an ABC podcast. Um, Pip has got sympathy coughs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> uh, classic D behaviour, I'm sick, and then Pip's just like coughing just because she wants the attention. Honestly, can I just say on the record right now, think about how many times I've been sick this year. You're never sick. Maybe I'm- like once because of COVID. You, outside of COVID, at least five times. I know. <coughs> All right, get it out of your system because we got a big topic to okay, unpack. Okay, I know. I'm so excited to chat about this today. Me too. So we hear this saying all the time. A lot of people say, age, it's just a number. Mm. But we also hear in pop culture that, you know, a big age gap can be problematic. Yeah, absolutely. I think we're really quick to judge a relationship when we see like a big disparity in age. I'm not going to lie. I think I am one of those judgy people, especially with celebs. Like celebs? Who? Leonardo DiCaprio, mate. I'm looking right at you. Yeah, we're going to name drop him so much in this pod. I am freaked out by Stephen Fry and his husband, I want to say. Yeah, they're married. What's he saying? Um, I think it's like Elliot Spencer. Because mm, that's 30 years. It's a lot. Yeah, so in this episode, we're going to be investigating a lot of these kind of relationships. You know, why people are dating people who have just like such huge difference in age. Um, maybe why we're attracted to people heaps older or younger than us. And why it can actually sometimes be good, but also how to judge if it's not good and if it is a problematic situation. And also just a note before we rip into things, you might think we're just going to focus on hetero couples, but we're going to cover this from both lenses, um, hetero relationships, but also queer and same-sex relationships, because this is definitely something that affects everybody and we should be talking about it. So let's get into it. So talking about large age gaps in relationships, let's start off by actually defining what exactly counts as a large age gap. So Dr. Jerry Karanzis is an associate professor in social psychology and relationship science at Deakin University, but he's also a couples therapist. And he says that while there's not much research out there on this, but with the little research that is out there, they basically call a large age gap 10 or more years. Yeah, and this 10-year age gap isn't very common. For men in Western cultures, where you have, when I say men, we've got older men dating younger women. It's usually around 7 to 8%. Uh, if we're talking about the other way around, older women dating younger men, it's, it's about 1% to 2%. There is some movement around that, you know, in different parts of the world, non-Western, you know, societies, some can get, you know, as high as 30%, but they're rare. There's very few cultures that are like that. What we also know is that for those people who, who engage in non-heterosexual relationships, et cetera, it can be somewhat higher. The, the figures sit around 13 to 15% on the very few studies that have been done. And of course, here at The Hookup, we thought, well, we've got to do our own research with you as well. Yeah, of course. So we put a poll up on our Insta, at Triple J, The Hookup. And a lot of you said that you've dated someone older. 21% in our poll said they dated someone 10 years and older. And 6% of you said that you dated someone younger by 10 years. And this is just me theorizing this but I think that that number is smaller because uh, looking at our stats on Instagram um, majority of you are young so I'm talking like 18 to 24 in that age bracket so it basically means that like of course (laughs) you're not going to be dating someone who's like 11 if you're like 21 yeah you know what I mean (laughs) exactly yeah yeah but I think with the older stat the 21% of people who have dated someone 10 years above their age 
I feel like that stat kind of matches up in my head and my general worldview as to how people date older. Yeah, I feel like there's always that moment where someone in your group starts dating someone who's heaps older, right? Yes, and that someone is me. (laughs) You are. Yeah, I've always dated like older, apart from when I was young in high school and I dated somebody like similar age to me in school. Um, But my relationships outside of that realm have always been a lot older, like eight, nine years. You have, yeah, mine's always the same age as me. Or a couple years older mm. or a couple years younger. It's always a, ra- a ballpark around my age. Yeah. But with you, Pip, and dating like mainly older men, did that feel normal to you? I'm not sure if like normal is the word I would use, but I didn't feel like bad about it. I kind of felt like it was exciting and a little bit dangerous. And I feel like that's because we talk about this heaps on the podcast, but so much of our ideas about relationships and love and everything is constructed from what we see in popular culture and media, right? And this is such a huge trope. Like we see the celebrities or even in movies and stuff like dating really younger women, the guys like Leonardo DiCaprio. Once again, coming through, only dating people (laughs) under 25. Um, George Clooney? Yes, with his wife. Yeah. That's 17 years. Yeah. And Catherine Zeta-Jones, whom so I love, is married to Michael Douglas, who's 25 years older than her. And if you have a phone on you, just quickly Google him because, bro, he looks withered. He is old. Oh, my God. I need to look this up. Like, his skin looks chalky. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. People are going to cancel me for being ageist, but sorry. <laughs> She's so gorgeous. <coughs> D, Sorry. We're trying to record a pod. Sorry. <laughs> oh, do you know what used to be quite a common thing as well? Celebrities dating, like, high schoolers as well. Like, Jerry Seinfeld. Remember he dated someone who was 17 when he was 38? Yeah. It's giving Predator. Oof. I feel like Taylor Swift kind of alluded that into her all-too-well 10-minute version as well. I'll get older, but your lovers stay my age. From when you're anyway, so yeah, this has been a big part of the cultural conversation for decades, even thousands of years. Like, historically, this has been the case probably since the dawn of time because gender politics. And inequality. Oh, yeah, that's what Dr. Lauren Rosewan says as well. She's an author and senior lecturer at the University of Melbourne and an all-round expert in media, pop culture, and the way that this can impact us as social beings. And she says the same thing. Historically, there's been a cultural trade-off between men and women. What men bring to relationships is different to women. And men bring power and money, right? That's the resources that they trade in the dating economy. Women bring youth and beauty. Now, obviously, this is a generalisation, and of course not all of us are actively thinking about these things, but it's no surprise that the most common configuration of this age gap disparity is the older man who has resources and the younger woman who has beauty. There's an understanding that a trade is going on. Now, I'm not thinking of that sense of trade in a cynical sense. It's more about culturally, you know, what patriarchy does in the sense that men are going to make more money across the life course and we're going to cut them slack as they get older. Women are going to earn less and they're going to be valued less as they get older because we place a premium on youth. So historically and culturally, women might be attracted to someone older because of this cultural trade-off. And Jerry says that there's another reason too. One dominant explanation for it is an evolutionary one, which is that, you know, youth 
especially in women, is associated with fertility. And so from evolutionary pressures, men being attracted irrespective of age to younger women is about fertility, fecundity, vitality, the idea that, you know, you can go on to have children and, you know, uh, ensure that, the, that your familial line continues generation after generation. So, yeah, you might be consciously or unconsciously looking for a bunch of things in a partner. Status. Vitality. Money. Power. Hotness. <laughs> but what about the psychology of this? Yeah. Well, Lauren Bradley is a sex therapist and relationship therapist at Love Therapy Australia and says that sometimes it's because of our attachment styles and what we grew up with. I think if we're looking at age in terms of an emotional state, perhaps people are trying to find a more mature energy in a partner. Um, there are psychological reasons for that. Maybe it's based on some of our early primary attachments that we have with people when we're younger. That can set up for us a sort of template for what we're looking for in a person as we grow. So if we're familiar with a more older and supportive kind of energy, then we might try and crave that. And also on the contrary, if we haven't experienced that, we might actively seek it out for ourselves and become um, a little bit more excessively interested in that kind of energy for our personality and our partnerships. So when Lauren was telling me this, I found it really interesting because I would never date someone older because it would just remind me of my dad and I think that would give me the ick. Okay, wait, now that I think about it, I actually grew up with a lot of older people in my life as a young kid because I was growing up in the church and my parents had Bible studies. So there would be like a group of older people over once a week at least, just hanging out. So oh. I had a lot of interactions with older people. So you're just like, hello, boyfriends that are older, because I'm like, it's what's comfortable for you, what you knew. Yeah, exactly. I guess so. That's so oh. weird that we're working this out like right now. <laughs> I love this podcast so much. If you're not I'm laughing, like, you're learning. <laughs> Pip's like scheduling a therapist appointment right now. <laughs> Literally calling my She's therapist. Like, emergency. <laughs> my attachment style, we need to talk about it. Stat. <laughs> But yeah, no, a big one that we heard from you uh, on our Instagram as well was that your maturity level didn't match your age. So Tia um, messaged us saying, I'm dating a man 12 years older and it's the most stable and emotionally mature fulfilling relationship I've had. Ooh, yeah. S messaged and said, honestly, it's amazing. I feel like I have the same level of maturity with my partner. And Jesse said, I'm dating a man who's seven years older than me and it's so nice not to deal with the bullshit. Yeah, a lot of people date and they don't feel their age. Oh my God, do you know what this is like? I don't know if anyone saw this when it happened, but there was a guy who tried to do a lawsuit against, I think it was the government, basically because he was 69 and he was like, I don't feel like it. I'm actually 40 years old at heart. So he wanted to legally change his age and he took them to court. I did hear about this and it's just so fascinating and weird. Um, Surely they would have just like laughed him out of the building. But anyway, it does kind of bring a good point up. Like some people do feel younger or older than they actually are. And then sometimes I feel like that maturity level between people matches up and fits really well, particularly between older men and younger women. And on this, Lauren Bradley has a fact about brain development that might actually surprise you. There is some research to show that um, female cis female brains develop slightly uh, earlier than cis male brains, but that development process happens around prepuberty and early adulthood. 
So it's not that through the course of your lifetime, a cis male is always two years behind a female. That catching up phase actually occurs during that 18, 16, 18 year old age. So that actually stops that advantage once you hit early adulthood. So like we've been hearing, there are a lot of reasons why young women might date an older man, but we can't not talk about it and about the fact that it can get into dangerous territory. We're basically talking about the power dynamic. Yeah, I feel like I have an example of this. Um, When I was like 19 or 20, um, I got into this like online relationship with this guy and I had met him like a year before when I was doing community radio. He was a guest. He was a lot older than me and he was like an author and he was kind of famous. He worked for like a really famous website Um, and then we kind of just stayed in touch. I don't really know how we revived the relationship, but it stayed and we were like having this texting relationship. and like sexting? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Like it got really explicit. Um, but I was really into it because I was like 19. I was just like, And you thought oh it was God. really cool? Oh, totally. Mm. Like he was like this successful dude overseas, had a sexy accent. Like I was so into it. But I look back now with fresh eyes and I'm like, yeah, that – he was getting more out of that than me. Like, I think it was more like for him. And while I had my kicks and stuff, it feels like the power imbalance was definitely tipped in his favor. Totally. I feel like it's a conversation we've been having a lot lately, like Emrata talking about the Adam Levine thing. Um, but yeah, power dynamics is a huge issue when looking at relationships between men and women. And Lauren Rosewarne agrees. She basically says ever since the Me Too movement is something that we've become much more attuned to. The dynamics of relationships and specifically the power at play in them has meant that relationships, particularly high profile celebrity ones, although of course we're reflecting on our own, have come under closer scrutiny as to whether there is power at play and whether anyone is being ex- exploited. So that dynamic of an older, powerful man and a younger, less powerful woman, that dynamic is getting criticised quite extensively as being about a man trying to take advantage of her. We want to share a bit of Maria's story with you as well. Um, She got in touch with us and she told us that when she was 16, that basically she formed this relationship with an older guy. But now at 22 years old, in hindsight, uh, she realised that it was just a really uh, imbalanced relationship and she wanted to share her thoughts with us. So, yeah, a bit of a content warning on this as well. There is sexual assault mentioned, so you can just skip ahead three minutes if you're not in the right headspace to listen to it. I went on an exchange with my older sister. She was like two years older than me. And we ended up staying like in a student dorm. So it was mostly filled with like college students. So like 18 to 30 almost because you had PhD students and all sorts. And then one day there were like two tourists visiting friends of friends. And um, yeah, we were gonna go out and I was like super excited because I had not been able to go out because of the age. So I, I was talking to this guy, we're hitting it off, we're like flirting a little bit. And I was like, wow, this is so exciting. Like, but then I realized I was 26 and I was 16 at the time. And I mean, he knew I was 16 because we talked about it and, and I don't know how it came up, but it came up. Um, and you know, I didn't care. Like I thought it was cool. I even found it more appealing that he was like older. Oh my God, he's so like mature. And yeah, we hit it off. Um, we went partying, we met out in the club, then I had like sort of my first sexual experience 
um, with him, which I, I was kind of hesitant about. But I was also kind of like, okay, it's either now or never. Like, this is like the perfect moment. And now he's older, just makes it so much better. So like after a couple of days, he left. But we stayed in touch. Like he asked for my WhatsApp number. And we just stayed in touch for like two years. Uh, just texting every now and then, talking. It's still kind of like with a flirtatious bit to it. Like we still kind of had an online sort of romantic relationship for like two years. And then he came to visit me. I was 18 then, and then he was 28, and I had like a birthday party. Um, so I like, he went with me, uh, I got super drunk. And um, this is what my friends told me because I don't remember because I was super drunk, but they basically put me to bed and they were just kind of letting me sleep because I was really drunk. And he just yeah, basically tried to rape me and like tried to, like I was asleep, I was fully asleep, I was fully passed out. And he just kept trying to like have sex with me. Even though I was like very much passed out in a bed and my friends were like, no, get away from her, leave. And then my friends ended up just like kicking him out. Uh, he left. And then I woke up in the morning not remembering much. Um, and then I kind of told my friends the whole backstory because they told me this and they were like super concerned for me and stuff. And I told them the whole backstory of it and they were like, that's so problematic. And you know, now looking back on it, I just, I'm icked out and it just grosses me out. And I, I'm 22 and like when I meet, now I just, I cannot be anyone that's like in their 20s and like they're dating somebody in high school or it's just, it's so, I, I get so grossed out. It is so problematic. I stay away because it's no, it's not okay. Oh, that is actually so heavy. And I'm really glad she shared it with us, but still such a hard thing to go through. And also, Props to her friends. Right. That's what I said to her. And another thing that Maria said to me, um, like, after we finished recording was that so much of her ideas of love and relationships came from pop culture and media, um, which were things like John Green novels and, like, Jane Austen stuff and, like, movies where, like, the guy was a lot older and so she really romanticised the fact that she was, like, seeing this older guy. And that makes so much sense, right? Yeah, completely. And you know what? We spoke to a lot of women actually about this imbalance of power and it was often something that they couldn't see at the time because, you know, you're young, you love the attention, it's exciting and, like I said, it feels, like, a little bit dangerous. But in hindsight, they all see it so much clearer than when they were at the time. Mm. If this is a dynamic that you feel like you might be a part of or you want to check whether or not you are, I read a really good ABC Everyday article on this and they had some sites that had some really great advice. They basically said that there's a few things that you can look out for. So in your relationship, you want to think about whether you feel valued or respected by your older partner. They said it's also a good idea to think critically about why they aren't dating someone their age. Obviously, there could be a lot of reasons. It could just be like love that they've fallen for you, but just have a think about that. Ooh, I know someone that was younger who dated an older guy and he basically like would only date younger girls because he could like easily manipulate them. Andrew Tate. Are you talking about Andrew Tate? Oh my God, no. But yeah, that's something that you need to look out for. Like, are your boundaries being respected or is there manipulation, gaslighting or attempts to coerce you to get what they want? Ask yourself, what do the relationships around them look like? How do they interact with people? And how do they deal with conflict in intimate and non-intimate relationships? Yeah, that's really important. Think about whether they're healthy forms of communication and healthy boundaries. And this will give you a sign on whether or not there's a power imbalance here and you might be in a more coercive relationship. 
But it's not just something that's problematic in hetero relationships. Like it's important to remember that power comes in all different forms. Yeah. And if we think about Jerry's stats, um, you know, they're small studies, but majority of people in huge age gap relationships are people in same sex relationships. So yeah, this is something that Lauren Rosewan spoke to us about. Power infuses every single relationship anyone has. How they manage that power within a relationship, though, that manifests differently. So for same-sex couples, for example, power might be connected to age. It might be connected to things such as, you know, who's the extrovert? Who's my contact with the outside world and the social life? It also might be things connected to wealth and other, you know, the same kind of factors that influence power in uh, heterosexual relationships. So I think there is absolutely power at play. We shouldn't sort of glamorise or pretend that, you know, queer couples are, are immune from that kind of dynamic. It just manifests slightly differently. If you're listening to this as a young person, you know, like Maria, you're 16 or even like 18 and under, Lauren Bradley spoke to us about just how serious this can be because depending on where you live, it can be illegal. So like go to jail serious. We do need to be careful and cautious around um, dating when there's age differences and someone is a minor or someone is close to the age of consent. Obviously, consent becomes a really challenging factor too. So someone needs to be able to freely consent to be in those relationships. And the age of consent and dating laws uh, are very um, different depending on which state you're in as well. You know, hearing Lauren say that and reflecting on my own experience of what I feel like was a power imbalance relationship with that guy overseas, even though I was of age, technically an adult, I was such a baby. Like I just like look back at that time and I'm like, I knew nothing. So it can definitely happen to you even if you are over 18 and your mind frame or your mindset or whatever is not quite there yet. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because you think you're such an adult at the time. Totally. But yeah, you you need experience. You need life experience in dating or relationships to now be able to look back and be like, oh no, that was like a power imbalance for sure. Okay, so we've spoken a lot about when it can be problematic when you've got a huge age gap, but say you're in a healthy relationship, everyone's of age, everyone's an adult, and you've got a huge age gap there can still be quite a few challenges that come up. And one of the big ones can be that your life stages don't match up. Yeah, we spoke to you about this um, because quite a few of you got in touch over our Instagram to tell us about how the life stages just weren't going to meet in the middle. I dated a girl who was, oh yeah, she was 19 and I was in my early 30s. We met in uh, a small country town and it was just like a Tinder hookup at first, but we just, um, we found we had a lot in common, um, despite the, the big age gap there. Uh, we, yeah, we ended up dating for about a year um, and then like, yeah, just the age gap just became apparent um, in terms of uh, where we were going in life. She wanted to, to go out and have fun with the friends and I'd already done that and yeah when it, when it came down to it she wanted different things um, to me I guess and that's that's where it really it ended. I think I was 20 about to turn 21 I was dating a guy who was 30. I was still at uni and like having heaps of fun at uni as you do. I think we were together for three months but he used to get into conversations about when I would want kids and um, like where I see my life going and I think I was only in my like third year and I remember like feeling excited about the journey that could potentially happen but then now looking back um, on all the things that I've done after breaking up with that particular person I would have like lost a whole heap of time if I had tried to have kids by the age of 24 that um, power dynamic it changes the relationship in a way you probably change yourself a bit as well she was 11 years older than me I was 18 and she was 29 
it was kind of just, an, it was mostly just, an, yeah, annoying because I was like, well, I love you and this is amazing, but probably won't ever work even if I like come back home and try and make it work because, you know, she's at, or trying to finish university and I'm only just starting to kind of, or starting that stage of my life where she's probably getting towards the end of it where you're going out and having fun and exploring and stuff. You've been hearing a lot of the negatives, but don't worry, there are actually a few positives here. We got a lot of people messaging in uh, to tell us that they love dating somebody older or younger than them. I was dating someone my own age for seven years and just found I wasn't like being intellectually stimulated and getting quite bored in the relationship and changed jobs and met this guy and he was yeah, 17 years older than me, so I'm in my 20s and he's in his 40s. And we just instantly connected and about eight months later decided to start dating. And yeah, it's almost been two years and it's been really good. Like I haven't had a, a relationship like this before. We are nine years apart. I'm 28, she's 37. Um, initially it started, it wasn't supposed to be anything, but we just had so much in common. I feel like I'm quite mature for my age. I grew up pretty quickly um, and she's kind of a young at heart person. So it kind of matches in the middle for that perfect mentality. Yeah, Lauren said there's heaps of positives to huge age gaps in relationships. She basically said that there's so much you can learn from the other person. I think we can draw parallels from when we look at age gaps and diversity within a workplace and having people of different generations that contribute different skills. You can actually have that within a relationship. So people that come from different generations might actually learn and and evolve a lot by having a partner that's younger than them, for example, bringing them up to speed on various different things, pop culture, society, technology, again, generalizing what young people are into. Um, But you can actually grow a lot by dating someone with different experience. Um, You can actually learn a lot too about history, about life and experiences that people have been through that you might not have lived through yourself, you might not have been exposed to. And you also will gain, you know, fresh emotional intelligence and life experience from that person that they'd be able to share. Oh my God, I feel like I had a experience with this recently where like I was messaging a guy on a dating app and he is maybe like 10 plus years older than me um, and he asked to call <laughs> and I like freaked <sighs> out and just like threw my phone like a bloody millennium. I was like, no, no, nah, I'm not doing that. You Sorry. Like, I can do a voice memo. Yeah, I was like, absolutely not. But then I was like, that's probably a good experience for me to learn how to just like be normal and answer a bloody phone. (laughs) I love this experience. This truly sums us up. So let's say you're with someone and there's a large age gap between you both, or maybe you're thinking about getting into a relationship with someone heaps older or younger and you're hearing all this and you're going, what the fuck? Maybe I shouldn't date them. (laughs) Well, Jerry actually researched whether or not age matters in relationships, and this is what he found out. Age in and of itself doesn't. The biggest factor that does play a role that is associated with age is what we would call minority stress. And minority stress relates to any group of people that in and themselves form a minority. So, for example, people that are in large age gap relationships, there's not so many of them, so they are a minority. But what do we mean by minority stress? That is when the rest of the world judges you or discriminates against you, or ridicules you, or makes fun of you, right? What we do know is that that is one of the biggest factors that can affect whether those relationships go the distance or not. If you've got huge judgment and huge pressures from those around you that are supposed to love you dearly, 
but nevertheless have significant issues around the age gap, it can cause real stress that spills over into the relationship. And if it's not strong enough to weather the storm, the relationship can resolve. I honestly was so surprised by this. It it actually kind of blows my mind. Like we get in the way of our own happiness, right? Well, other people do. Yes. But like, you know, you're affected by what other people think and you totally. just go, oh my God, self-sabotage. I'm not going to be able to work this because mum and dad don't like it or my friends or whatever. Well, I think the biggest thing is when you are in a relationship with someone, you want everyone else around you to really like that person. You want it to be like that real community feeling, like everyone gets along. So you can totally understand why some people might break up because of that. Yeah, and that's what Rennie is going through right now. I'm dating someone who is younger than me. Um, so there's a, there's a seven-year age gap. I find I feel like I'm dreading telling people because I think – there's a bit of, like, I, I think I presume there'll be judgment about it because um, I'm the older woman, he's the younger guy. So if you're like Rennie and you're facing a lot of judgment from society, friends and family, this is what Lauren Bradley has to say. I think the best thing that you can do is really share with your loved ones how stable and healthy your relationship is. Talk about the other factors within your relationship that are more important than age, like communication, your ability to fight fair, the strong connection that you have the shared values system that you have together, all of these things are far more powerful for maintaining a long-term relationship than what age you have on your driver's license. Also, going back to Rennie and maybe anyone else who's listening right now feeling worried about life stages not matching up, Lauren Bradley says you've just got to have that chat with your partner about what the future looks like for them. Often we assume that that people that are older than us might have certain objectives or agendas and also culture and society may make us think that those people should be doing certain things by a certain age. So really have a discussion, have an open discussion with that person about what their expectations for life are. Just because they're older doesn't mean that they may necessarily want to do certain things by a certain age. The only struggle would be, of course, when we look at biological markers like having children. Obviously, there are some factors that need to be considered when there's age differences and people have different biological abilities to have children at different age. But insofar as other areas of your life, they can be negotiated. You can actually work this out with someone and give them the opportunity to explore what, what a middle ground could be. Okay, I think I feel like way less of a judgy bitch now. Really? I mean, obviously, there's going to be some people that I'm going to be cynical about. <coughs> Leonardo DiCaprio. That was a real cough. <laughs> Didn't sound very real. Yeah, that's there we go. I like it. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I do feel like age truly, if we're all adults, can just be a number. It was also funny because I was talking to somebody like at the lift literally earlier today and they were like, what are you, what are you podcasting today? I was like, oh, age gaps in relationships. And he was like, oh, I'm going to send this to somebody because I know someone who's going through this right now. So I feel like hopefully we helped somebody out there. A hundred percent. And yeah, a huge, huge thank you to everyone who messaged us about this. Uh, it's actually, I think, Pip, one of our biggest replies, right? We say this every <laughs> but week. But this is legit this time. But you keep topping it. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Yeah, so please keep topping it again. Yeah. Send us a DM at Triple J The Hookup if there's anything you want us to cover. Or if you just want to tell us a story about your love life, get in touch. We'll catch you next time. Bye.